Oh my God. I stumbled upon the funniest thing on the internet this weekend. I'm excited to see. Uh, You're not ready, okay? BuzzFeed. The 18 funniest Amazon reviews of all time. (gasps) Ooh, I love a good review. I really do. Honestly, have you seen those? um, It's the most hilarious thing in the world. Haribo gummy reviews. It is like that specifically is some of the funniest content I think you'll ever find on the internet. Don't ever ever no it'll clean your pipes buy, oh and that is don't the, ever buy them. the least funny way of putting it as, as far as i've like, been scared of gummy goes. bears ever since reading those honestly i'm not a big gummy bear person anyway so i'm safe but it's hilarious welcome back to the rumor mill everybody i'm lexi i'm spencer and this is your weekly pop culture news guide we're breaking down all of the news that's happening in pop culture and media this week everything where amazon reviews ufo reports britney spears and james charles somehow come to connect I love that. Yeah. Love that for us. But I, I, I want to come get, to the right place. Yeah. If you want if, a quick guide to everything going on. A messy, unorganized, very full of tangents situation. But we, stand. we love it. We do. We stand ourselves. <laughs> okay. So before we continue talking about ourselves, um, let's get into these Amazon reviews because I, I mean, like, I don't know if we're gonna go through all of them, but like, they're just hilarious. And I have not screened these beforehand. I just found the BuzzFeed article and I was like, I'm not gonna go any further. I have to share these like on okay. camera. I love okay, it. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's the first one. Okay, before we get into our show and all the other news, we just have to talk about these. Okay, this review is for shorts that are hilariously embarrassing. Okay. Okay. It's titled Split in the Crotch. (gasps) And they gave them one star. I was wearing these shorts around the house when a few friends stopped by. We were all sitting around watching TV when I reached at a weird angle for the remote. Oh, no. The crotch seam pulled apart and my scrotum came (gasps) spilling out right in front of my friends. This is pretty embarrassing. Picture not attached. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I can say that I have never had that happen. No, have you seen no that, moose knuckle the, for, um, for him, I guess. He got a what's moose, the, moose face. I don't know. What are you talking about? It's the, it's the, it's the penis version of camel toe. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not good. No. no. Neither mm-hmm. version are so great. We're going we're gonna to move on. Next one. This is for a huge... Look at this. It's like a huge beach ball wow it says a fun way to ruin a weekend and blow 100 bucks this is two stars they were a little more generous okay blow in more ways than one i guess we took this ball to the beach and after close to two hours to pump it up because it's huge that's what she said uh we we pushed it around for about 10 fun-filled minutes that was when the wind picked it up children <laughs> screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sand castles Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was mocking us. Eventually, we had to stop running after it because its path of injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. That's really funny. I just can't even imagine, like, can you edit Photoshop in, like, a giant beach ball? Just like, like there it is. Ah, just crushing me. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I am confused by this next one. Okay. Okay. Uh, It's actually a question, and someone answered the question in the reviews, okay? The question is, if I order my stuff on Wendy, when will it come? The answer, if you order on Wendy, you may get your stuff on Trudy or maybe Freddy. Hope that helps. (laughs) That's funny. I love that. Oh, you're going to like this one. It's a coffin. (gasps) I want a casket. Okay, it's a casket. Um, I would sleep in a casket. Okay, this is a five-star review from Taylor. 
says no complaints from grandpa <laughs> okay this is the funniest review for a robotic vacuum who did not want to co- cooperate may i read it oh yeah you take some <clears throat> one star very disappointing we named ours bob and let me tell you he wasn't the hard-working man i was hoping for bob spent most of his employment driving from bob. one random side of the house to the next like a junkie looking for his next fix his actual cleaning was minimal at best and he couldn't find his docking station to save his life in the week i had bob he never finished a cleaning cycle one day while at work the app texted me to say bob needed my assistance because he was stuck on a cliff Worried for Bob's safety, I came home to find him passed out in the middle of the dining room rug. That night, the family said goodbye to Bob once and for all. You know, I really do... I'm disappointed in Bob. Love that. (laughs) I'm disappointed in Bob. I had one of those. Its name was Genevieve. I love that. We also returned it because it was... Well, actually, this would apply. It was loose a few screws. Ha, 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 ha. The next one I think is funnier. Um, it was I can for tell by the a review for the a long-lasting bone. So it says, Dear AKC, your long-lasting bone lasted all of five minutes. If that's your idea of a long-lasting bone, then I feel sorry for your wife. I truly Do we know love his it. name? Um, also, uh, there's a there's a Kimberly something. There's Kimberly. also a review for a gallon of lube, which says, Almost too effective. As UPS discreetly unloaded my 55-gallon drum, the driver accidentally spilled it into my driveway. Any amount of cars can now fit in the garage. <laughs> oh my god i love that that's lexi's humor yeah i like the i like the oh, good. Oh, risque god. ones oh oh look this is oh um layered who did not get what he ordered it's a giant stuffed animal giant stuffed animal oh no you ready you ready for this one this will be our last one okay i feel like something horrible happened to my bear before it got shipped Basically, I've seen some things. this is what, what I would imagine the outcome to be if Shrek got a hold of the bear and then proceeded to a vigorous night of Fifty Shades of Grey lovemaking. <gasps> oh my god. That's really funny. That reminds Lair, me of... we um, apologize. Have you seen Supernatural? No, that's like your favorite show though. It is. Okay, so there's an episode where there's like a stuffed bear that comes to life and he's like... Reminds me of that movie warning. Ted. He's super like suicidal because he's like... But he can't die because he's a stuffed he's bear. A stuffed animal. So he tries to like kill himself in all these different ways but he can't die because he's a stuffed bear and that just reminded me of that because he's like so traumatized in all these different ways but like he can't end his suffering did he die i mean they put him back to normal so he was just a normal oh. stuffed bear so, so then it was fine but it was him? just funny it was i don't know that just reminded me of that well we apologize there's like Lair. a scene where he like takes a like this is probably too graphic oh you can cut God. this out but he takes like a shotgun and he puts it to his head and you see the stuffing fly and then you just hear him go no because he's still alive because he can't i thought it was funny i mean it's dark and sad but it's funny but it's you it's very my humor speaking of reviews we've got a new starbucks drink for spencer which i strongly recommend it against okay so i never we i feel like every week the show is basically just me trying different starbucks drinks now because you work there and you get this like discount so you can bring me whatever i want i have never really ordered off the menu so this was the first time i ever looked on the menu because like you I don't drink the coffee. Kiwi starfruit refresher well, of all things. Which I, I, I was like, that's disgusting. I, I didn't want like another pink drink. I was like, is there a masculine color? <laughs> so I was like, we'll try green. Um, it's gross. There was like other hot drinks. And it stuff, looks like, like a I Shrek drink. I don't know what. Yeah. It looks like Shrek swamp. Go ahead and try it. Tell me what you think. Okay. I have no confidence. It smells good. 
Okay. Why are you slurping it like that? Imagine. Okay. Oh my God. You know what it is? You know what it is? When you were little, everyone has this taste. Remembers this taste. When you were little and they made that old fashioned cough syrup that was, remember it was dark pink and looks like the pink drink. This is what that tastes like. Isn't it just disgusting? Oh. Isn't it awful? Oh God. It's just awful. Better than the London fog. Well, it's still gross. I'm telling it, you. It tastes exactly like that. Anyone else out there remember that that old-fashioned pink cough, cough syrup. syrup? I can see it. I can definitely see it. But I just, you I won't really catch me like it, dead though. drinking it. You don't have to like it. It's honestly better if you don't like oh, it. God. When people order this, yeah, that's lemonade. Ooh. When people drink that willingly and for like unironic reasons, You're I like, just question their sanity. Let me sanity. please save I'm your like, life. I'm like, are you okay? Let me please say. Do you, you have COVID? Is that why you think it tastes good? Because you just can't. Because <laughs> you can't it? taste it. You taste. Um, you're, you'd rather taste anything than well, nothing. So I'm gonna give my review to Starbucks. Okay, I'm gonna give it mm, star and a half out of five. Out of five, and it tastes. It looks cool. It looks really cool. Tastes like um, childhood illness. It's disgusting. Starbucks. I honestly don't know how we got rid of the very berry hibiscus and yet kept the kiwi star. We're questioning your sanity. Yeah, I don't understand. You know who else's sanity we're questioning? James Charles. Mr. James Dickinson. Which okay, let's get let's gotta get, get, get into let's, it. Let's get into everything this week. We got to start talking about. It. And I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to because I'm paying for this. I, I need to get my money's worth. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep, keep drinking sipping it. it. I'm just drinking my water. We watched James Charles's. Well, it wasn't an apology video. It was kind of an apology video. It was like but, an update video. But it was also like a. It was not an open apology. conversation video. Loose quotes. Um, I like to refer to it as an open book of BS. Um, so. Mr. James Dickinson, uh, he made his return to YouTube this week after, when did he do the last video, which was the holding myself accountable video? When Mm -hmm. did he do that? That was months ago. Yeah. He's been off of YouTube for months because of all the grooming accusations against him of minors. There's now 20 people that have come forward that have alleged that he had inappropriate conversations with them, which he claims are fake, allegedly. Yeah. Um, James Charles wants you to know that he is the victim. But he's also not the victim because he's holding himself accountable in this open conversation. So we both watched the video. I want to know, what are your thoughts on, like he sat down, it was like a getting ready video. People had issues with like, really, we're going to sit here and watch James Charles get ready and pretend to be sorry. Like Twitter was not having it. No, Um, it's hard. What did you think about the video? I mean, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing because it's like, I don't like James. Like it's, I just don't. There's so much drama. There's so many accusations that came out even before like this whole thing, like the stuff from two years I ago. I never liked James. Like he I just, just it, it's just it's just a lot. It's just a lot. A snake, right? So like for the most part, he was like trying he to said say all the right and do things. the right things. Yeah, he said the right things. It's just that like, does it feel genuine? There's just some it's things just, that are just I, not forgivable. I just at this point, like I just I don't I I. Am I supposed to believe you? But the one thing that kind of has shifted my perspective on it is I didn't realize that he's only 22. I thought he was like 26. Yeah, I thought he for sure he was 26. Or like... And so that's where I was like, this 22. whole time I was like, why are you not just like looking for people your own age? But like 18, 19, 20 is his age? It's a little young. It's a... But yeah, I mean, it's a but young. it's really... I mean, it is, but yeah, it's but not. It. Like think I live with somebody who's 
you know, 22 and I'm 19, right? I I just feel like the younger you are, it's the weirder it becomes. And then the older you get, it's the more acceptable it is. So like for people that didn't watch the video, basically he sits down and he deleted the holding myself accountable video, which I have a theory on why he did that from a legal perspective. There's some, it's kind of a mess. Um, well he said, he admitted, he was like, you know what? The holding myself accountable video. I was way too defensive. I wanted to come in and make a sort of like a no more lies style video and bring receipts and defend myself. This time wasn't the right approach. I just want to sit down and have an open conversation. And I want to talk with you all. I respect the effort to try. It's just hard. It's like... Well, there was no no receipts. It's his word against theirs. So in this video, there was nothing to back up his stuff. So he kept it very extremely vague. Mm -hmm. He didn't mention any accusers by name. He didn't mention any of the videos or the receipts. But he kept basically... Okay, the whole time he sat there and was like, I'm not the victim. I don't want to play the victim. Um, you know, I'm, I I don't want to undermine the severity of this video by making it a get ready video, but it takes away my anxiety. And and then, of course, he had to mention the whole Toddy Shane issue, which, you know, pity me, feel sorry for me. Um, it, it was like he would he would like make these statements about not being the victim, but then he would make a statement making himself the victim. Or yeah, like, or it's, like it's difficult make, because making like you want to feel sorry for him. I felt like on the one hand, like he makes a valid point. That, you know, if you're going to pretend that you were victimized by oh. somebody for clout, it takes away from the... <laughs> I know, it's Is disgusting. Pineapple? I don't, it's starfruit, a kiwi, I don't know. It does take away from, th- like, people who are actually suffered, like, it takes away from their story. It's where, like, it's the same thing with, like, trigger warning, with, um, like, rape accusations. When people lie about that, then when people actually come forward genuinely, it discredit it can discredit them because some people yeah. think it's okay to lie about it so he makes a valid point well, I mean, i'm sure that there are a few instances in which case it's a fabricated for clout but like it it just it, it, to to say that though is just like that's it's, not it's, really the it's not really your place because that does make him look like he's the, the alleged abuser yeah so, so it, then it's like it would be what what do you mean you're you're okay so sitting there saying most of these people that have come out have done it for clout and these people did it fake and these people made up these messages but then he's trying to be like the superhero of like but we don't want to discredit anyone because it makes them scared to come out well you're literally that's I mean, what you're sitting there doing yeah but i mean also i don't know it's hard because it's like it's not his place to say it and also it is an important thing to say especially when if he if he genuinely wants people to hold himself accountable then you really i mean it makes sense like i understand where he's coming from like you really only want the people to come forward that are genuinely hurt so unfortunately we have to feel sorry for him because basically he's living the life of hannah montana i don't know it's 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 just the whole thing is just so complicated it's like this doesn't make me forgive him by any means and it's tough because he did say all the right things but the situation is just so big and so complicated that it's like i don't know if even if you're doing the right things i don't know if it's forgivable well that's and that's cancel culture mentality which i hate but then in these cases when like it's it might be something that would send you to jail Mm -hmm. you're done yeah like in my book you're done and the thing is is that when when there were accusers that came out that it's alleged that he was flirting and sending inappropriate messages and pictures and things to a boy that was 15 16 couple which he said he met on tinder right that were lying about their age yeah i can definitely understand where it's like yeah like it doesn't surprise me that That he he came into contact with people who were lying about their age and also too 
as he said in the video, it's like he has to take accountability of like he's the one with the platform. He's the adult. And it's his job to ensure that these people are of age. That's where like my thing would be if I was a celebrity, like I would not be trying to really date until i was of drinking age and then yeah. i would be like hey let's go if you want to hang out before i send bar. you any pictures let's go to a bar if you can't go to a bar you're too you're young. not old enough that's, that's honestly how Period. i would do it and then too that is the fastest and easiest way to see if somebody's lying to you because now they have all those fancy id checkers at the bars where if you do have a fake and because some people some kids do have fake ids yeah. right in case you do have a, fake, a fake they're ID. probably gonna catch ID? it I no i never one. had a fake id high five to not committing crimes. <laughs> we are we are the small. No, I did it the old-fashioned way rally. and begged people on the street to buy me alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. You did? I actually never did that. Oh, I didn't either. That was a joke. We're good kids. <laughs> half of us are. It's this half. It's this half. Um, no, but okay. The, the okay. This is what I can't get past is the whole video when he's claiming he doesn't want to be the victim. He's making himself the victim. Then he's sort of apologizing, but then he's making you feel sorry for him. And the issue I take with James's video is that he really didn't take any accountability because the one of the first things he said is, I'm going to keep it pretty loose and vague because I'm sure that you all don't want to sit here for like an hour and watch me call out accuser after accuser with receipts. I'm just not going to do that. And I was like, I thought to myself while I was watching, that's exactly what I want to sit here and watch you do. He was like, you know, in the times where I was having five minute interactions with people or texting or Snapchatting or flirting on a dating app, I wasn't taking screenshots or keeping receipts because those would be situations where it's why not, I mean, like in normal day you? life, we don't, I don't take pictures of text. Like that's not something you do. So that's understandable. My issue, I take issue with the fact that he kept it so vague that whenever he would address an accuser, an alleged piece of evidence, a receipt, he would always say, these people's messages were obviously faked. These screenshots, I can tell you, were totally photoshopped. These, this was fake, and this was fake. yeah. And it's like, well, which ones it, are exactly? Because there's 20 people that have come forward. I mean, he mentioned the the celeb tea spilling account on Twitter that created the thread of the 15 or 20 victims of James Charles, and he claims that there are some of those people that came in there for clout and that we're that we're chasing the trend because he's right if you accuse somebody of something especially a celebrity you pull out receipts and you make a tiktok it's gonna go viral period yeah. um but why is he keeping it so vague if these are fake and the, yeah. the, the answer that i have to that is because in the holding myself accountable video which he deleted conveniently in that video he made some to what i remember allegedly he made some incriminating admissions of texting minors, sending inappropriate pictures, requesting inappropriate pictures from people that did turn out to be 15 or 16, all of which were young boys. And at the same time, he was also keeping to the story of, but then there's other people over here clout chasing. He deleted that video because in my mind, in my mind, if any of the alleged accusers, specifically the ones that were probably real, the ones that showed Snapchat pictures, because there's some that came out with receipts of messages or screenshots of DMs, those are easily fakeable. Yeah. We'll never know what those. The ones that actually recorded their Snapchat with another video and said, here's James Charles, here's his account, he's messaging me, here's the picture he sent me, likely I believe those are real because you can't fake a Snapchat interaction. Yeah, that's At least, really, I don't know, that's, yeah, that's don't some know high tech, you, that. you know what. Um but the reason that, like I said, he took the whole holding myself accountable video down is because I believe he made some incriminating admissions. If any of those accusers that actually have real receipts wanted to legally come after him, well, the holding myself accountable video shows him admitting to what they're accusing him of. 
So he deleted that video. And in this video, I guarantee you he consulted with a lawyer who told him, keep it vague. Don't name names. Don't point out specific receipts because if any of these accusers come after you, they're going to pull up this video and say, here's James calling my receipt fake by name. Or Mm -hmm. if he brings up five of the 15 or 20 accusers in one video saying these are all fake, then a lawyer or a judge could say, well, what about the other 15? Were those the real ones? Is that why you didn't bring those ones up? Yeah. It's and then so that's still, sticky yeah. and messy that he has there's, to keep it vague. There's no point. Which to me specific. makes it look fake. Yeah. No, that's a valid point. It's, it's, it's a lose-lose, honestly, either way for him. And that's actually a really I just take so much joy in the, the analyzation of it all. I think that was a because really good point. Because you know what? I didn't With think all these about people that. that are like an open conversation, it's so dirty and icky and it's also calculated and when you start looking at it from a real life or legal perspective of oh he's just doing this to save his brand he wants to get his followers back no it's deeper than that he doesn't want to be sued he doesn't want to go to jail so there's there's little it's just icky there's things that you can do to kind of help prevent that don't mention anyone by name don't bring up a receipt. Don't show a screenshot. Delete any videos where you brought that up or you showed a screenshot or you called someone out by and name. And also by saying he doesn't have the receipts too. My thought is you, you can't get him for like child. Well, you could do discovery. So they, a lawyer, so what happens is if you're looking for evidence, a lawyer puts in a motion discovery, his confiscate his phone, and they can go through Instagram, Tinder, Snapchat, whatever. Which isn't to say that he never had any, no. but it's to say that he doesn't have any now. There you go. So this whole video, if you were duped, it was not an open conversation. It was not an apology. It was a probably his lawyer recommending you need to make a video to protect yourself. That's crazy. That's this so was, crazy. This was not what you think it was. I lo- It's so interesting to me how like PR now like tries so hard to like cover up the scandals. Oh. But as a society, we've we're slowly getting to the point where we can see through it mm. and it mm-hmm. doesn't work anymore. And yeah. that's so like strange and scary and also really cool and the fact that thank god though twitter is not having it yeah like, no one no one is taking this seriously it's it's not it's like, got like 200 something likes and 100 something dislikes so it's a pretty 50 50 like or, thousands um, yeah thousands. thousands so james charles just fooled you all you thought it was an open conversation it was really an open book of bs i love that it was a it should have been called covering my ass <laughs> a, bit, uh, a tutorial with james charles <laughs> There you go. See, so any, any, you know what, anyone, um, I guess let's if find you need out. legal advice, talk to Spencer. <laughs> or let's, let's figure out who James Charles's attorney is. Yeah. Because I, that's brilliant. this was not, this was like, this is very totally, calculated. oh yeah, totally calculated. That's very smart. Huh. Well, um, not good luck, James Charles. We're not going to wish you good luck. No. And, um, any of the accusers out there, the alleged ones with the receipts, they're all on Twitter. They're all on TikTok. Look them up for yourselves. I'm, I'm not an idiot. Of course there are going to be people that are clout chasing or looking for clickbait that come out and say, I was a victim of James Charles. Here's my DM. Probably fake. But then you get into the ones that were the first people to announce it. 15, 16 year old boys with videos of their Snapchat. Yeah. That's a little more believable. Yeah. Sorry. I feel so much better now. Well, I, had a, I had a veggie. <laughs> you doing okay? Yeah, I'm good. I had a veggie. Well, anyway, yeah. um, Raise your hand if you believe James Charles. Do we believe he's innocent? Do we believe that he's sorry? So, so. Any decent person would be sorry in that instance, but it doesn't excuse. What kind of a review are we going to give? No. 
Honestly, One I'm going to say, this gets better the more you drink it. It's like a thing where like you get used to it. It's just Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. You're there like, you I paid for it. as well enjoy it. Doesn't make it good. Not that bad. Um, okay. Anyway, moving on. Charlie D'Amelio. Not moving on, but moving forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> moving up and up. What, what's that? Moving on and up? Yeah. We're moving on and up away from the Dickinson of James, Charles, James, Char- is it James, James Charles, Charles Dickinson, Dickinson or is it James Dickinson from the bottom feeder down James- there? We're moving on up. If well, I'm as thinking, far up there's as a really D'Amelio good is. pun that I could make with that name. I'm not think about it. it. But I was talking about the bottom feeder. We're moving on and up to however far up Charlie D'Amelio is up the ladder of internet stars, TikTokers. Okay. Yeah. Another person I just the, don't care about. <laughs> I Okay. I don't have a problem with the D'Amelio family. But then there's this video that surfaces that is going around on TikTok and Twitter that everyone's making fun of Charlie because, as we know, she's 17 years old and she's a minor and she was in a nightclub or like a big birthday bash for JT who's a rapper, I think, you know, City Girls? Mm-hmm. She's like one of the the City Girl rappers. Um, it was her birthday. She had like Beyonce there. She had like big, huge stars. And then she had this group of TikTokers. Okay. So I'm going to pull it's up probably the video. Just, it's just a PR stunt. Oh, fully PR stunt. But I, I'm, I'm going to pull up the video. And there's that Dixie. There's her sister. And okay. there's Charlie. I mean. Um, okay. Also, somebody call this girl's parents and somebody call this girl a dance teacher. Like pop off. I don't care. If you want to twerk badly, even as it may, go off. I do think it's weird. How old is JT? At least 20s, 30s. Like she's an adult. Why are you having Why did you invite Charlie? How do you know Charlie and where did she come from? And yeah, how did you, you have, get the where, TikTok crew Why are there? you having children at your party? That's the thing that like is strange to me. And that's where it makes me uncomfortable because then it's like you shouldn't be here. This isn't your place. Well, and okay. I understand like her sister Dixie or like, you know how Dixie's dating Noah Beck. They're adults. Have fun. Have the little, bring the little sister along, I guess. I don't know. I don't it, know. It's, it's just, just like, is it like go off? I don't really, girl I don't think and, it's like, or is it, or is it like inappropriate? Is this like, she's a minor. I don't think it's necessarily inappropriate? inappropriate. I mean, but it's definitely like, we're, we're it's cringing. not something it's it's, it's a, a little, little it's a little cringy it's a little awkward it's a little cringy i mean like i, no I wouldn't go as so far as to say that it's like inappropriate oh. if she was like if she was like 15 or 14 i'd be like whoa that's that's a big step for you to be taken my friend but i mean she's almost an illegal adult she's of the age of consent like she should she have been at the party i don't think so no but it's not i don't know if it's fair to even make fun of her for a dance no move? okay the internet is totally overreacting to this is it awkward yes is it inappropriate no i i just think the internet's making a big deal out of this it's awkward it's a little cringy maybe somebody call her parents because like i'm her if i'm her Why if i'm her dad at the party that's what, and her Why parents were there party? oh my god there's my 17 year old daughter twerking with my 18 or 19 year old daughter i like <laughs> but as as a as her parent, wouldn't it even be more awkward that you were there? I just don't get the whole situation. It's not even that really big of a deal, but it kind of is a big deal just because it's like... I mean, it's the D'Amelio, so everybody's going to criticize everything. You know what? I want to see I want to see you twerk. Oh my God. Never going to happen. Give your best twerk. Move the, move the mics. Move the mics do, your um, do your best twerk. Do your best twerk. Shall we tr- do our best twerks? At your wedding. At your wedding or <laughs> okay. my wedding. We'll All right. figure it out. I'll film it. Yeah. We'll post oh, it. Oh, okay. Also... Did want to mention when we were celebrating the Fourth of July, my family had. I told you we have like these big barbecues and stuff. Um, we had like a bunch of wood that like we were chopping and like for our fire pit for our bonfires that we do every year. Like I was out there like 
cut, like I wasn't chopping the wood, but I was like moving the wood. It was like very manly. You would have been very proud of me. Wow. It was like it was like physical activity. You're like a lumberjack. You're a mountain man. In my head. Yeah. Right. And of course, there's like no car of like pretty girls going to the beach that I can be like, hey, wipe the sweat from my brow. Like there's none of that. Like so I don't get any credit for it. No. So I'm just telling you in this moment uh-huh. so that you can give me the attention for like, you know, thank you. Thank you. See, in my head, it was a lot of work. And I'm not like a physical activity individual. No. No. But that is how I spent my 4th of July weekend. Love how did you that. spend your 4th of July weekend? I went hiking on Mount Rainier. Yeah, and you said you had a funny story. Oh, not related to that. Oh, but I, I thought it was 4th of July. It's the purge. I was like... Siren going, you have to keep that in because that's so funny. Here, that was really I, the funny. planes here are nuts. They are. You live next to an airport though, so it's kind of your own fault. Well, don't say that. It makes it sound like I'm like in some like tiny little janky apartment next to the airport. Like no, I'm actually know. looking at apartments close to an airport. How did that go? It's good. It's did you it's find going. One? It's going good. We have not found one yet. We're looking. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna be farther from you, but still closer than I would be if we. Yeah, we talked about it yeah. a little bit last week. We're very off track wow. at this point. Kim Kardashian, Miss West. Well, not Miss West anymore because Kanye and her are divorcing. Well, she's dating now, which is good for her. I didn't know that. Who's she dating? Nobody yet, but she's trying. <laughs> how do you How do you know? I saw a thing. She was talking about how she's like insecure to date because if because her relationship with Kanye was so public that yeah. she's like, what if nobody wants to date me? And it's like, well, I don't she's know. such a lot. You know, I hate people. Popular people what are like people gorgeous just, people. Like, what if people, people don't, don't like me? What if people shut don't. up? You're Kim Kardashian. Every yeah. person on the in the world, every guy, most guys in the world want you. She has like the like beauty that. standard body. Like, okay, and th- th- there's that whole controversy of like, did the Kardashians promote unhealthy beauty images for women? Here's the thing. On the one hand. Nobody we, else is responsible for your insecurities. And on the other hand, it's important to let young girls know that a lot of the images that they see in the media are fabricated. Yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword. When you, when Lexi says, here's the thing, that's your indication to know she's going to get on her soapbox. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay, so the, back to the actually what we're talking about. So Kim Kardashian is, quote, shutting down her KKW beauty brand why amid her divorce from kanye oh. well there's a few theories we'll go because it's kim kanye so, or is it kim kardashian kim kardashian west so she sent out a couple Ooh. tweets this week i'll i'll read them um it it was like a little thread where she was making the announcement here's what she said on august 1st at midnight we will be shutting down the kkwbeauty.com site so that we can come back to you under a completely new brand with new formulas that are more modern innovative and packaged in an elevated and sustainable new look uh, to our loyal customers it all started with a contour kit and expanded to eyes remember like 2017 like con- everyone's like obsessed with contour yeah it was God. like the beginning of it was, like big contour yeah uh, lips body and many incredible collections over the past 4 years In addition, my team is hard at work to improve the customer shopping experience where you will be able to purchase my beauty and cosmetic offerings in all categories from one single website. Thank you so much for being on this incredible journey with me, and I promise we won't be gone for too long, XO Kim Kardashian West. Wow. I mean, um, I don't ever buy, like, her beauty stuff. Well, I would now because it's, like, 75% off. Really? Yeah, the whole because they're shutting down the whole website. Oh, So there's a couple theories. So one theory is Kanye making her slash off the W. Because they're getting divorced. So is she going to continue? One of my first questions was when they announced her divorce, 
is she going to keep her brand that she has under her married name if they're getting divorced? Is Kanye like, take the W off that. I don't want my last name on that anymore. I mean, does she want her last name on that anymore? Or, well, it depends. Like, if she's not married anymore, does she want her brand to say KKW and those aren't her initials anymore? Is yeah. it the divorce that ruined it? Or is it because, I don't know if you heard about this, but Kim sold, I believe, 20% of her holdings in her beauty brand to a company named Cody. Mm. Kylie sold, I think, 60, 51% or 60% of her brand to Cody. Mm-hmm. And so there's some, I, I haven't really looked into it because I'm not that interested in like the cosmetics industry, but there's some weird lawsuit going on with like manufacturers and distributors, which is like kind of sketch. Yeah. And people think that one of the reasons she's changing her brand, Kylie's also going to like re rebrand to like change her formulas and change her packaging to vegan. So are they rebranding to avoid legal issues or specifically Kim? Is she literally closing her business because of the divorce? That's an interesting point. I think, it, I think it's probably thing. a, com- I think it's probably a combination of both. Um, especially if there's a lawsuit going on, it would not surprise well, me that they're going to be switching manufacturers and distributors. And if they're in a contract where you can't change, then you'd have to shut down and reboot. Yeah. And also too, like, I don't, I wouldn't want, if I had a brand, I would not want to keep my initial for my ex um, no. partner. Why would you want to do that? Is yeah. Kanye getting in the way though? Or is Kanye, is this a, um, the internet's scapegoat? I mean, does Kanye care? Probably a little bit. Is he going to control what Kim does? Probably not. Well, good luck, Kim. Good luck, Good luck Kim. with, I don't, I mean, like, I don't, how is she going to, like, literally all the, like, the nude colors that, like, all the neutrals. Yeah, and I mean, KKW, I'm sure, I mean, like, it's what, still what her stuff, do? so I'm sure she's going to redo those same shades with new names and Well, whatever, and you know what? But... Nobody cares anymore. Kylie had her thing, and her cosmetics are kind of dying down. Kim came out, it was really popular, nobody's talking about it anymore. I see this as like they're shutting down and rebranding so that people buy it again. They're literally going to so. release the same exact things under new packaging, new name because nobody cares anymore. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't surprise me if it was like the exact same. And they probably need too. the money since keeping up with Kardashians nothing. So good luck. Yeah. Good luck. True. They're actually getting their new show on Hulu soon. Oh. Which I'm not gonna watch. You won't watch. I mean, like I'll watch. Like I'll. I'll. We'll see. I'll let yeah. you know how it goes. There's also that show you want me to watch on Netflix, which I have not Too watched. Too hot yet. to handle. Is it good? Yeah, actually, it's. What's it good. about? Like, um, like Bachelor in Paradise. So kind of, but they so they think they're on a party show and they're all like hella horny and then they go on there and then basically the if for every time that they kiss or do anything like sexual, even if it's to themselves, they lose money. Oh. But they're all like super horn dogged up, so it's really funny. <laughs> Are we just running out of ideas for shows here? The one show that I think is completely ridiculous that I think we definitely should review is like bling um, empire love that show you've still not watched selling no Sunset. i have not i still need to watch it um gosh what is it handle. what's it called so basically you take some couples where they have a history of infidelity you put them on an island you ooh, separate ooh. the men and the women x, x on the beach not x on the beach you separate the the men and the women from each other and you put a bunch of hot single people around them who they're going to be attracted to and see if they cheat x on the beach it's not called that though when i watched it Literally, that's the only show I can think of. I, I've, I've never that seen it, but I've seen it That might be another version of it, but maybe that's what it's called now. I don't know, but yeah, that's the show. Are you watching all of these shows because when you don't get from home, you go somewhere else, Lexi? Is there something we need to talk about? What do you mean? Like the, the Bravo's just not doing it for me? Are you watching these shows because there's an issue in your relationship? Oh, no. I just think it's funny. Now, I don't know if y'all know, but we are some conspiracy junkies. Yes. Like... W- 
me and you love like all things like conspiracies, like aliens, like NASA fake the moon landing. Do you believe in monsters? Aliens? I think I remember we've talked about this. We've before. discussed it. I I totally believe in aliens. The universe is too big for us to be the only life form out there. Well, I don't know. And I was really excited for the Pentagon UFO report, which just came out last week, which I didn't talk about because I didn't know it came out because we have all been waiting for this since like the beginning of June and they just put it out. And guess what? They said a whole bunch while still saying nothing. It's because we confronted them about it in our last video or two videos ago. (laughs) We get the Billie Eilish hand going. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, no, they, this report was nine, I think it was like nine pages and we're going to go through it. I'm going to, yeah. I, I read it all. I'm going to debrief it to you. Okay. I'm okay? excited. I have not read um, it. It, it was nothing. It was like, they played stupid. Like, do we think we're stupid? They, they think we're stupid. Like, okay. I'm not stupid. Okay. Tell okay? me what they said. So here's the report right here. Preliminary assessment, unidentified aerial phenomenon from the Pentagon. So okay. before we get into this, there's going to be some abbreviations, okay? They don't call them UFOs. They call them UAPs, uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. They okay. also have what's called a UAPTF, which is the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, which has been tasked with studying all of like the sightings. And like in the last couple of years, there's like UFO sightings and, and weird things in the sky. And so... The Pentagon, I think Congress or the Senate or someone was ordered to unclassify a report about what we know, mm-hmm. which is bizarre because the government for decades has always tried to gaslight and debunk conspiracy theorists about aliens. And we've never known anything. And now it's bizarre to me that all of a sudden now it's like, popular to believe share- in aliens. Everything. We're going to open up and share. And then there's nothing to say? No, there's nothing That's to weird. say. So. If you haven't read this report, let me just go over it with you. Don't bother finding it. It's stupid. I will link it in the description. It's I literally wasted 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to give you the clip notes. I I wasted like 10 minutes of my whole entire life. So they categorized what they call UAPs, what we know as UFOs, in distinct, um, like what they, what it could be, possibilities. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read, first of all, I'm going to read through what they believe UFOs, what we see as like UFO sightings, what they deem them to be. The first thing is airborne clutter, which they say these objects include birds, balloons, recreational unmanned aerial vehicles, or airborne debris like plastic bags, garbage that basically we are misinterpreting. It's our fault. Um, Or natural atmospheric phenomena. Which is just natural atmospheric phenomena that includes ice crystals, moisture, thermal fluctuations, the stuff we learned in science class that nobody remembers. Uh, USG or industry developmental programs, which says some UAP observations could be attributable to developments and classified programs by U.S. entities. So it would be, you know, our UFOs advanced technology from our government that we just don't know about. Or enemy governments. Like enemy countries or people that they have advanced technology. The mm-hmm. last one is, like I mentioned, foreign adversary systems. So this would be advanced technology deployed by who they say maybe China, Russia, or another country that is a foreign adversary. So that's what they're classifying our UFO sightings as. Okay. So let me let me go through some of this report with you. Um First of all, I'll read the executive summary. So this is how they open the report. Uh, The limited amount of high-quality reporting on unidentified aerial phenomenon hampers our ability to draw firm conclusions about the nature of intent of UAPs. 
the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force considered a range of information on UAP described in U.S. military and intelligence communities. Because a lot of the stuff that they're taking into this account... Sounds like, this sounds like the beginning of like an alien fan fiction. Literally. This like, is like, like Reddit. They, they're talking about basically um, the, the task force uh, concentrated on reviewing reports between 2004 and 2021, which I don't know how they came to that group of time. Um, they discussed the available reporting uh, that they deem as largely inconclusive. So most of this report, they're just they're they're explaining that what we have is inconclusive. It could be sensor issues, issues with radar, um, perhaps advanced technology that we're unaware of from other nations. Um, they discussed that one of the headlines was UAP probably lack a single explanation. That's where they give the airborne clutter all the reasons. So this whole report, like I'll read some of it. Uh, the UAP documented, this is on page five where they say there's not a single explanation. The UAP documented in this limited data set demonstrates an array of aerial behaviors reinforcing the possibility that there are multiple types of UAP requiring different explanations. I do want to mention in the report, they do not, uh, they don't not consider the possibility of aliens. They don't rule it out. They're not ruling out the possibility of extraterrestrials. But they're just saying it's unlikely because there's not enough information. Exactly. That's basically the whole report. It's a total of eight, nine pages. That just seems like BS to me. Oh, it's full BS. That's totally BS. There's definitely more out there. Like It would not surprise me if there's a lot more information about aliens out there and they're just like, yeah, they can't handle it right now. We're just going to put out that it's unknown well there's a whistleblower there's a source that has come forward to the sun who has claimed they the nine pages of bs that there was nothing in there basically we don't know Mm -hmm. it's all bs it's bs because these few pages that we got Mm -hmm. are allegedly according to this individual this whistleblower is part of a 90 page classified report that was presented to Congress. Oh. And in that alleged, it's unconfirmed. It's, it's you know, we, we can't confirm if this is real. The son says, you know, we don't, it's speculation. But this individual who says he has a source claims that the classified alleged portion was, oh, it was 70 pages, not 90 pages. And it allegedly includes information about advanced and potentially alien propulsion systems and experimental craft using um, including like technology, things like that, that are being tested at Area 51. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, it, it's mind boggling to me that we have a, we have a full report from the Pentagon that comes out and not once do they mention Area 51. Yeah, no, that's just bizarre. So um, it's like, there's definitely more than that. Oh, there's totally more. And do I believe this person that comes forward and said it was 70 pages and this was the unclassified portion? Yeah. Yeah, Cause I kind of do. Because Area 51, we didn't mention any of that. Nothing was mentioned of any um, uh, investigations into extraterrestrial life or anything from the 50s and the 60s when all that was popular. It doesn't mention anything about... Project Blue Book. Like, projects on alien planets with NASA, like... Anything like that, trying to find alien life, like it doesn't mention anything. Anything. That's crazy. So you know what, Pentagon, we're not stupid. Yeah, we're not fools. Especially these two. 
Yeah, we're these not two right even here. Really fooled. We're not even fooled. So that you know what it's they said a whole lot without saying anything. I'll link the the full report down below in the description if you want to read it. It's it's really wordy and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because it's just nothing. It's like when you have to like reach the word count on an essay and you're just using Throwing filler words. words. Yeah. The whole thing is just filler words. That's crazy. But you believe in aliens? I do. I definitely do. And like I said, if you want to read the report, it's down in the description. Um, we're also basically now, I'm going to give us the title of private investigators. Yeah. We, we are investigators, especially me. Because I've done some digging into the free Britney movement. Ooh, do tell. Because there's a there's kind of a big update with Britney Spears. I mean, like the last couple of weeks we've been following it. Like we're like breaking news, like the nightly news stations. Yeah, exactly. Like we've been covering this for weeks. No, we have. Her lawyer and her manager both quit this week. Her manager Why? of 25 years, uh, his name is Larry Rudolph, walked out. Um, and I'll read both of their statements. And then her lawyer, who's been her lawyer throughout the whole conservatorship, I think throughout like the last 13 years, Sam Ingham, Ingham, I don't know how you say it. He also quit. Yeah. So it's raising eyebrows. Like, are they jumping ship before it gets too bad? Or because are they of all leaving, the bad press. Or are they walking away in Britney's best interest? My thoughts, Question I think mark. the manager probably leaving for bad press, the lawyer Brittany mentioned that she wanted to have the opportunity to pick her own. Yeah. And she has a good relationship with him. So I think that he's leaving as a like, hey, Brittany, it's your time. Pick somebody that you want to be your lawyer. Well, I have this statement that her manager made. And her manager has been, I think, her manager for the whole the whole career that she's had. He's been part of her team. Mm-hmm. So he released a statement this week. It was a little sketch. Okay. Yeah. It said... It has been over two and a half years since Brittany and I last communicated, at which time she informed me she wanted to take an indefinite work hiatus. Um, Yeah, he's been her manager since the mid-1990s. So even before she came onto the scene, when she was working to, like, come up, he was there. Um, So it's interesting to me that he would jump ship. Wouldn't you consider him one of the only people in her team that would really have her back if he's been there since the beginning? But she hasn't exactly had good things to say about him recently. No, which we'll also get into. Uh, He went on to say, um, uh, earlier today, I became aware that Brittany had been voicing her intention to officially retire um, and that he, he specifically mentioned, I've never had anything to do with the conservatorship. I have no idea about the details or the inner workings. Basically, I'm walking away because Brittany doesn't need me right now. Like I've been sitting for two and a half years as her manager, getting paid as mm-hmm. her manager when she's not working. So I'm, I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting because according to a letter that was sent to her attorney, it says, Sam, again, below is all my contact information. Ms. Spears explained to me that she was served by her ex-manager, Larry Rudolph, which served what? With court documents? Well, um, do you have these service documents in your possession? If so, can you bring them to my office or I can come to you? I would like to review them before I refer her to someone. Ms. Spears emphasized that she does not want Mr. Rudolph anywhere near her children. I would like to know what you... I would like to know what you about this sensitive topic, what you know, Miss. Wow, unprofessional. What you know about this sensitive topic before we discuss a potential uh, protective order? Discuss protective order. So, this was somebody named Howard. I think that's huge. This is another lawyer. So, I don't know who Howard is or what involvement he has in this. I don't know when this email was sent. It's a leaked email, it could be fake. But allegedly, Brittany wanted to get a restraining order against him at some time, didn't want him around her kids. 
He, I guess, served her with some sort of court documents we don't know about. Again, leaked email. I found it on Twitter. Might be fake. That's crazy. Um, so puts him in a different light. Why doesn't she want him around her kids? Why does she want a protective order? And then why now is he walking away? And he's uh, he he made sure to make he made sure to say I've never known anything about the conservatorship. I've never been involved. That's really bizarre. That's that is honestly kind of scary. That's scary. And that's only one of the important people that quit this week that that were part of her team. I mentioned that her lawyer Sam quit and had mentioned something that he was walking away because Brittany wanted new counsel, but he still requested that the court appoint her new counsel. As in, replace him with another court-appointed attorney, so she still can't get her own counsel. That's what he recommend recommended. Yeah, that's not that hasn't been ruled on yet. Um, they have another court hearing set up for July fourteenth, where Brittany will be attending. No media coverage, though. They denied any press, any recordings, because the the testimony that she gave late last month that went leaked so everyone viral. that went viral, it was never supposed to be recorded or broadcasted. Oh, and. I'm pretty sure they're all shaking in their boots about it. Because had yeah. that testimony not got out, would we really be sitting here talking about all this? I That's don't think true. So. Would Brittany be getting the attention and no. the help that she deserves had it not right gone now. viral though? So th- I'm pretty sure they're going to like close up all those doors, all those windows, no recording devices. I don't know how they're going to keep it from leaking. Well, no, no media coverage means the public can't call in. It's yeah. going to be an open courtroom, I think. So people, the public can be there. It's going to be really... They're going to try and, and, and shut it down as much as they can. That's crazy. Um, no word on like if she's going to hire her own lawyer or if she will get another court-appointed one. Um, but that wasn't all that happened this week because there was also another really weird report that came out. Um, I think it was... Was it The New Yorker or some tabloid came out and revealed that Brittany called 911 the night before her court hearing just last month to report herself as a victim of conservatorship abuse. I mean, she called nine one one. I mean, as she should. The call, which usually nine one one calls are accessible to the public, it was uh, sealed with court documents. Somehow, the court was able to seal it because obviously they don't want us to hear it. Um, that to me, totally bizarre. She knew she was going to court the next day to make a big testimony. Why would she call nine one one the night before? To Maybe herself. to get her removed from the situation entirely because at the end of the day, she's still under the conservatorship, even though she's in court. 911. She called yeah. 911 to report herself as an abuse victim or as a victim of conservatorship abuse. In my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, does she think that they're going to try and knock her off? Or is she going to go missing? Or are they going to find yeah. some way to, to disbar her from speaking at the court hearing and she wanted something on record probably. just in case? Probably. That wouldn't I mean, surprise me. She probably wanted something on the record because even if they tried to remove her court date from that ne- the next day, now she's got a 911 case open. So yeah, she's got a 911. have to talk yeah. to somebody. It's, it's an open with the, I, I'm assuming it would be the LAPD. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, good for her. Like finally she's making some waves. Like why didn't she call 911 10 years ago? I don't know. She might not have thought Scared of it. Of might not dad. have been able to. I mean, they put her on lithium for not wanting to do a dance move, allegedly. Like, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if she was afraid to speak out or say anything without an actual, like, court Consequences or, like, a punishment. Yeah. Um, another big headline this week is Bessemer Trust, who was supposed to come in as her co-conservator with her father, withdrew this oh. week. The court judge, Brenda Penny, who's we're not happy with. No. Um, she allowed them to withdraw 
they claim they were unaware of Britney's wishes to be out of the conservatorship. So they're like, we don't want to be conservator. We're withdrawing our acceptance to be co-conservator. So still, her father is 100% in charge. Yeah. Which is not what we want. No, we we don't. Um, that That was basically the update for this week. But it got me thinking. I was like, who are all of these people that are around her? Mm-hmm. Like there, we've seen like TikTok videos and people on Twitter. There's a really great account to follow on Twitter. I think that the handle is at hiatus Brittany or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that account, they post a lot of like leaked emails and I don't want to say conspiracies because the whole free Brittany movement was a conspiracy until like last it year. It was confirmed. Um, they post like receipts and accusations and, and a bunch of stuff that you're not going to find on Google. Let me tell you that. Um, but... One of the things I've been really interested in lately is who are the other people in her circle? Because she also has a conservator named Jody Montgomery, mm-hmm. who is the conservator of her person. So her father, I believe, is the conservator of her and her business. Jody came in as the temporary conservator of her person when Britney's dad, remember, got sick and they had to cancel her residency. Yeah. Jody came in as her temporary conservator. Now, allegedly... Jody is going to go with the to the court this week and present them with a text message that she, uh, Brittany allegedly wrote her asking her to stay on as her conservator. Oh, wow. It says, I need you to stay on as my co-conservator of person. I'm asking you for assistance. I'm getting a new attorney. Thank you for your help. Why would she be texting her temporary conservator asking her to stay on if Brittany had very clearly shared her wishes of ending the conservatorship well, altogether at that court. point she might have just wanted a different conservator like stay on for the rest of it until i get it cleared get my dad yeah out. yeah at that point that would be what i would hope for too. so allegedly jody's gonna take this to the court and present it as evidence i don't know i i guess to stay on um and then jamie lynn love jamie it. lynn um the britney army is not happy with jamie lynn why would because, they be because well why would they be um, because specifically there's been, I mean, whispers and talk about Britney's family being on Britney's payroll, like all of them, mom, dad, sister, because what is Jamie Lynn doing for money? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the residuals from Zoe 101 have run out. Um, Zoe, uh, not Zoe, I was gonna call her Zoe 101. No, Jamie Lynn posted an Instagram story this week that lit some people up. Uh, she reposted a headline that says, Britney Spears' sister, Jamie Lynn, shares photos of her home life after it's revealed she is the only family member not on the singer's payroll. Jamie, she she made a note of that in her Instagram story and said, facts. Now leave my broke ass alone. Yeah, but that doesn't make you any, that doesn't excuse you of any guilt. Like if you've seen what's happening to your sister, why are you not saying or doing anything about it? Oh, is that her on the payroll? Here's the payroll from Hiatus Britney. We have a charge in 2012, Southwest Airlines, Spears, JL, $48. We have multiple charges from 2012 through November, Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, Spears, JL, Spears, JL. Here are all the charges. We have more charges down in, at the end of November and the beginning of December, United Airlines, Spears, JL, Spears, Mayor. So, I mean, even if she's not on the payroll right now, that she's obviously been on it before. So yeah. it's like, and even if you're, even so whether you are or are not, like it doesn't matter. You still should have said something. Yeah, her pretending that she's not on Britney's payroll. When here, look, look at this: Britney J Spears detail schedule C disimbursements. A disimbursement means money's going out. So sometime allegedly in 2012, 
between October and the beginning of December, you were charging Brittany for your airline payments, yeah. allegedly, according to this receipt that I found on Twitter, if it's real or not. It looks pretty freaking real to me. Um, so Jamie Lynn pretending that she's Completely never innocent. benefited from this and she's innocent. Innocent. Benefited and innocent. No. Um, it's just a lie. Yeah. It's just a, they've all benefited from it. Yeah. And finally, who the hell is Lou Taylor? I don't know. Who's Lou Taylor? Well, let me tell you. Lou Taylor allegedly was the one who coerced Britney's dad into getting Britney into a conservatorship. Or not coerced, convinced. She allegedly tried to do the same thing with Courtney Love. And she allegedly tried to do the same thing with Lindsay Lohan. Interesting. So I did some digging. Uh-huh. According to what I found, Lou Taylor is Britney Spears' ex-business manager. It's important to note that she is she still remains the business manager for many popular singers and celebrities to this day. But according to fan theories, she allegedly was the catalyst for getting Britney into a conservatorship because one one of the reasons people believe this is because Lindsay Lohan's father mm-hmm. came out and said, remember when Lindsay in like the early 2000s was going through all of her drug issues was in rehab? Yeah. Lindsay's dad came out and said there's a woman named Lou Taylor who is working with Lindsay's mom, Dina, to get her into rehab so they can get a conservatorship over her. Wow. So she's allegedly tried this with other Quite people. a few times. It worked with Brittany, right? She's not the business manager anymore, but people looked into Lou Taylor's finances, right? Because it was reported by Hollywood News years ago that Lou Taylor had donated money from the Britney Spears Foundation to... Um, what's it called? Mercy Ministries, mm-hmm. which Lou Taylor was on the board for. $50,000 was transferred from the Britney Spears Foundation to Mercy Ministries. Wow. When the Britney Spears Foundation was reportedly bankrupt. Wow. There's That's that. crazy. Um, there's also allegedly a $600 million trust fund that Britney left to her kids that cannot be located. It is alleged that Ms. Taylor sent it off into offshore bank accounts and stole from Brittany. Allegedly. That's insane. I want to make clear. That's crazy. Unconfirmed. This is a theory. It's an allegation. If you'd want to do your research on it, you can. The $50,000 was a real transaction. I'm not saying there was anything shady about that, but it's interesting that Lou Taylor was on the board of directors where that would be received. And then there's also these other allegations of money laundering. That is so dirty and gross. And I really don't like it. That makes my skin crawl. That's awful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Well, that's certainly a way to end the episode. (laughs) There you go. So if you want to know who's pulling the strings behind the scenes with Brittany, it's all these people. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, Now I guess we're waiting to see. She's got another court date scheduled. We'll see if anything gets leaked. She doesn't have counsel as of now uh, to be determined if she's going to appoint her own or if there's going to be more court appointed. Uh, Media coverage has been denied. Um, which I feel like is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, there definitely should be media. absolutely ridiculous. So I'm hoping that court records or people that are there hopefully will get some information. It's not going to be as willy nilly as like getting the full testimony like last time. Yeah. Um, cause that's something is better crazy. than nothing. Um, but you know what, Brittany, Brittany is living her best life in Hawaii right now I wish with I her boyfriend. I want to go on vacation. You know what I mean? I want a vacation. I'm going on vacation. The TikTok, the TikTok sound that comes to mind is like for all of them, jail. More jail. Yeah. Jail. No, everyone is like 
peeved at Wendy Williams. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was like, she was like death to all of them. That's funny. And then she was like, <gasps> did that come out of my mouth? Yes, it did. That was really funny. I thought it was hilarious. Do we want to wish death on all of them? No, because we do not support violence. But Wendy said it. We didn't. <laughs> Wendy said it. Wendy said it. Wendy's saying what we're all thinking. No. She really does. Maybe. If we're ever in New York, we definitely got to go see Wendy Williams. Oh, of course. Naturally. BravoCon. When we go for BravoCon, let's go see Wendy Williams. I love it. Tickets so are down. free. Did you know that tickets are free to most uh, like studio audience TV tapings? Huh. Yeah. Who would have thought? You just have to line out outside the door. Yeah. Very cool. Well, now that we've covered everything cycling through the rumor mill this week, I'm going to go car shopping. You're buying a car? With my boyfriend. He's What's your a car. budget? His budget is around $20,000. Oh. Whoa. Cha-ching. I was so mortified when I got my car. I saw my first car that I bought when I was 16. Your car's great. I have a really great car for the price I paid for it because that was, we were like limited on money in that moment and we went to every dealership and my dad had this like rehearsed script that he would say and I was mortified because in my head, I am you know swimming in the dough but then like in real life it's like oh i'm poor i'm on a budget yeah (laughs) yeah no but so we went to all these like dealerships and my dad would always walk in and shake the guy's hand and i'm like sitting there like in fear and he'd go well we're looking for a first car and we're on a little bit of a budget and like he would go through this like whole spiel about how we have like limited money and he would tell him we have about 3500 or 3900 which is like a, a nice little amount yeah and and the 90% of them would be like, we have nothing. Well, at any rate, thank you so much for tuning in to the yes. podcast episode this week. You can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can listen to us or watch us on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe, subscribe. right here at The Rumor Mill. Give us a thumbs up. Throw us a comment. Um, Let I'll, us know your thoughts. Yeah, I want like on everything. James Charles, do you believe him? Do you believe in aliens? Do you believe in aliens? Do you believe in Britney? And Britney, we trust. What's Tell us cross? your favorite Britney song yeah. in the comments. <laughs> but like we were saying, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts on all platforms. New episodes every Friday. You can follow us on Instagram at The Rumor Mill Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at TRM Updates. You can follow us on TikTok at The Rumor Mill. I think that's everything. That's everything. New episodes every Friday. We are always yes. bringing down the latest entertainment news. Wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube, we're basically everywhere. You can't escape us. Yes. So, dear Pentagon. Any moment you're not running, we get closer. Dear conservatorship team. Please, goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) See you next week. See you next week.